following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of MyTalk 1071. This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money. On MyTalk 1071. With guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us for the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com and in our app. So excited to share some great information with you. If you've been going through the week going, there's some things that I meant to look up and I should probably get to all those things. That's what we help you with here at the Health and Wealth Show because we have a fantastic rotating panel of experts that come and help you with all together. It's health and wealth, but it's really just health overall because we're either talking about your physical and mental health or we're talking about your financial health. And we've discussed this numerous times on this show that a lot of times all of that is intertwined. So helping us with our financial health today, we have Carla Zevnik-Seiser, the president of ClearStep Financial. Hello again, Carla. Hello, and I'm so excited to be here today. Yes. We're actually talking a little bit about part two. Right, right. Retirement. Because we did, we, we titled it a couple of weeks ago. It was, we were talking about, you know, if you are specifically, we kind of titled it and threw out their baby boomers. But it's really great information for everyone, because regardless of whatever generation you identify as part of, right. these are still tips that you're like, okay, if I'm not there yet, I'm getting there really soon. Right. So you right. can always use this information. Well, and it's something that uh, everyone thinks about, right? You, right. you turn, not even uh, when you turn 17 or 18, but even when, as a teenager, you start thinking about putting money in a Roth IRA, especially if you have those conversations with uh, family members. And then when you start your job or you start your career or you have your business, right? you start thinking about 401k, Roth IRAs or whatever, starting to invest money. So it's, it's a topic and it's something that we all think about uh, it's, continually. It's always one of those things that you get bits and pieces of it maybe in school or you hear something about it, but there's not a full on course that most of right. us just organically get in high school or college. Right. And and if you come from a situation where basically your family maybe did not have the healthiest patterns right. with these type of things, right. there's usually a gap in information yeah. I think that we have. Yeah, you know, I've always said that if you can, you know, if you're a parent and you've got kids, even adult children, it's something to sit down and talk about frequently. Right. Talk about your beneficiaries, talk about your assets, mm-hmm. talk about uh, who is the trustee of your trust or who will take over things. These are open discussions that are so important to be discussed continually. Uh, maybe you do it around holidays. Maybe you do it, you know, if you have meals together or, you know, have these discussions. Even if you don't know much about it, it's important to have these open discussions with children, adult children, children, because then they're not as fearful. Right. Then it's not a surprise. Oh, my goodness. Look at the beneficiary. It's an old, something old from years ago. Right. So these are constant topics of discussion. And I do think that, you know, uh, we... And since we're focusing on boomers, I mean, this is this is just something that's near and dear to me because I talked to my mom (laughs) and it's it seems to be like an either or either they're super prepared and open about these conversations or they kind of yada yada you away and they don't want to talk about it because they either don't think that they prepared enough. They feel like it's out of their control or so many things have been thrown at them throughout their lifetime that they don't want to have these conversations. Right. And there's so many people, uh, I would say, especially women. Mm-hmm. that are fearful of finance. Right. That they get nervous, 
they get uh, they get fear based. You know, they're just they're just very fearful of it, and they don't want to make the wrong decision. Uh, they don't trust themselves, right? So they don't make any decision. Some don't, right? And some find that's where we come in a lot of times, where we become that trusted advisor that will help them to make that decision. And that's one of the reasons why we focus on educating and teaching about money and finance. Right. Because when we teach people about these concepts, it's easier to make those decisions. It's easier to understand, okay, this is why I put this much away. This is why I invest over here. Okay. Now it makes sense. And Carla, I don't want you, I don't want to put you on the spot and expect uh, specific numbers or percentages, but it seems as though when we were talking about this over the course of the health and wealth show, it's specifically women who seem a little behind the curve for multiple mm-hmm. reasons throughout their financial right. life. Right. Right. Women, uh, again, are a lot of women, especially baby boomers, but women have been, a lot of them have been home. We'll talk right. a little bit about that. And they, they, they pay the bills. Right. You know, a lot of women will, they, they're in control of the checkbook. Right. They're in control of making those financial decisions on a daily basis. Where do I go food shopping? Where do I buy things? Right. You know, so that they're really, really good at. And some are very good at money and finance too. Right. You know, the investing side. But a lot of women, what they'll do is they'll defer that to the man in the house. Right. A lot of women will do that. And so, therefore, women, a lot of times, if they're married, now, if they're not married, then a lot of times they do that on their own. But but I would say the majority where men make those investing decisions and women make the financial decisions right. as to where to buy, where, you know, what, what do I, uh, I have this income and I'm good at budgeting. <laughs> right. And it's funny that we, you know, we bring up that differentiation between what part of the finances is usually uh, based with uh, women being in the lead of it and what ends up being the lead of men. And I remember I was at a women venture event like five, six years ago and the keynote speaker talked about how uh, women in relationships like that usually end up a lot farther behind than it was. It was impactful enough that it made me go. I am it, it back then. I was also Carla. Just yeah. I, I was very yeah. reactionary. <laughs> um, I was very reactionary. So I'm just like, I'm never getting married again. Look how much it ruins you. Like it really it kind of it made you go, OK, I need to really control this myself. Yeah. And, you know, once I had time to, like, take a step back and go, no, here's really how you should interpret right, that right. information. I'm like, don't blame men. Just be right. in control of right. your own destiny. Right. It's that's, really what they're getting at. That's a good point. And there's different sides of looking at everything, right? right. So uh, financially, you know, women have, have again, taken care of the kids and, and, mm-hmm. and not necessarily done the research on investing. And that's okay. That, that can add to a very happy, healthy family environment, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of times women are called to do that. And, but sometimes, this is, this is the statistic that I always go back to. The average widow, which is a woman whose spouse has passed away, if the woman is married, the average age is in their upper 50s. Wow. So a lot of times what happens is the man, uh, the spouse will pass away. And if the woman hasn't, and again, women don't need to have in-depth, detailed knowledge on money and finance. Right. Because it can take years to learn things. Right. Uh, 
But it's important to work with someone who you can trust, an advisor who can take your hand and say, okay, this is what I would recommend for this, this, and this. And and that really is beneficial for women. Right. They want to work with someone that they can trust, a coach, a mentor that will put everything in place for them and say, okay, this is, let's do some retirement planning. Let's do some income planning. Let's teach about this and this, and this is why this and so forth. And that's really what women are looking for. But it is good to just kind of pay attention through our lives and uh, maybe listen to some financial podcasts now and then or and now uh, there's lots of webinars even like there's radio shows there's (laughs) webinars like i know that you do those over at clear step financial and and there are lots of ways that you can just have it you know fuel yourself with some of this information at least so that you go hey i have an additional question about that i'll follow up with somebody on it or here how does that imply uh apply to what i have going on and i think that you know when i got to that point i'm going okay Maybe I didn't have these conversations when I was younger, but that doesn't mean it's too late to start now. And it is, as you mentioned, finding the right person who communicates to you and educates you in the way that you like to be communicated with. Right. And most, I would say most women do like to work with other women, financial Mm -hmm. advisors, because uh, more than, you know, again, this is about 80% of all women uh, who, whether, well, if they're not married, of course, they deal with their own finances. If a woman is married, she has an 80% chance someday she is going to have to take over her finances. So it's good just to have that maybe basic information, basic knowledge. It Pay attention to, like I said, my talk radio or health yes. and wealth show here that we're doing some education and just start paying attention to some of the, the concepts. But again, working with a trusted advisor that you can trust that you know will be there for you right. uh, to ask questions or to help you guide and direct exactly. for your financial goals. Because you and Cassandra do that for me all the time. I'm like, here's an article. Right. Should I be concerned? <laughs> right. Any kind of thing? Should I know this? Yeah. Does this apply to me yet? Yeah, right. You know, and Cassandra will right. go, not yet, but thanks. We'll file yeah. it. Yeah. You know, kind of yeah. thing. And you do the same thing because there are just some things that you get curious about throughout your journey. And we want people to be curious. We mm-hmm. want people to ask questions. We want, you know, there was um, some of our strategies. There was volatility and there still is in the market right now, right? You right. have it up and down and up and down. And so, so many people are concerned. Are we going to see another drawdown? Well, we right. don't know. Mm-hmm. From day to day, no one knows. No one can predict that. But it's kind of cool how some of our strategies work automatically where where they start to preserve the asset. Right. Right. They start to move to bonds and cash on their own automatically because of the volatility. Right. And so I had sent out a message and just letting people know that this is uh, what was going on. And it was really kind of neat, especially women that would email back and say, Thank you. Right. Because they don't want to have to make those decisions. Right. Women in general want to be taken care of. They want. And so we have these programs out there that are uh, automatically where they will respond to the market on a daily basis. And that's that's what we want. And I think there's some things that I want to be able to go. That part is already handled. I'll handle it when I need to. And Mm -hmm. I'll make the, the wise choices for that bucket. But then I want to be able to focus on the other things like nurturing and caring for my son or I already have my job what can I do so knowing that there's some things that I have you know I'm always okay with spending money we'll say you know if I have to do car repairs if I do home repairs I just want to know that I'm have the right person I'm getting the right right advice that that you're that you have the guidance there right right Right. and right some decisions we want to make on we want to be independent and make those which is great and then there's some things that we want to be 
uh, you know, the the asset management, the daily active management to to be, take care of our finances because those are the those are the stressful decisions that if someone has to decide to go to cash or go back in the market or pick this sector because this is investing, those are the things that we shoulder that we help people to make those. You know, that the, we have programs that will respond to those market conditions. Well, Car- Carla, as we go into our first break, I know we're going to cover some more information that specifically as women are moving into retirement. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to hit when we get back? Yeah, some of the concerns that, that women have and some of the obstacles that women have uh, in their retirement that they, they find people as they prepare for retirement or in retirement. These are some of the obstacles. All we're right. going to go through those. I'm excited to cover that. I also want to remind everybody that securities and advisory services are offered through Harvard Investment Inc., member FEMRA SIPC. And we will be right back here on the Health and Wealth Show with our friends from ClearStep Financial. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Also, grab that app. There's great information in that. We also want to remind you we talked about podcast in our first segment you can always get this episode and previous episodes in podcast form so if we hit some information kind of quick and you're like oh wait that applied to me i want to rewind and play it back you can grab the podcast or pass it on to a loved one that this might apply to them so i'm here with my friend carla from clear step financial and we're going over basically part two of some retirement planning this is kind of focused on women in the baby baby boomer segment but it's a lot of things that can basically translate to you depending on where you are in your life. Maybe you're one of those people that wants to retire a little faster. So maybe this might hit you a little sooner, right, Carla? Right, right. And so we're going to talk about obstacles, but I also wanted to mention, uh, feel free to go to clearstepfinancial.com. Sign up for our next webinar, which is an educational webinar. It's for June 8th, which is a Tuesday night at 630, 630 to 730, and it's on retirement Yes. Doesn't matter what age you are. These are strategies that you can use to build your wealth, to save comfortably, confidently, and feel secure. You know, in retirement, we want to feel secure knowing that the money will be there for us. And I think a lot of us, especially with the way that our economy has pivoted a lot. There's a lot more people like me that that don't have that anchor position where you know you're going to have a 401k. So I have to start thinking, well, how do I do this for myself? So it's right. always good to have to arm myself with additional strategies. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? These retirement strategies are for everyone. Mm-hmm. And they're knowledge and bits of information that will help you to, again, achieve your financial goals. So again, that's June 8th. 6.30 to 7.30, go to our clearstepfinancial.com, go to our website, let them know that you're from my talk, and we will send you an email and sign you up for the webinar. It's, a free, it's a free webinar, it's education. Again, we're very educational oriented, and we'd like to offer this to people so that they get that knowledge and information. So, Carla, when you are speaking to women in the baby boomer generation, is there some sort of commonality where a lot of them have a similar bucket of concerns? I know that often every every case is is still individual, but is there usually a, hey, we start from a particular position? There is. There is. There's some common concerns that uh, especially baby boomer women. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of women that are baby boomers, men and women, the men know it too, Right, that there's a good chance that the man will die first. Yes. No matter how you look at it. Right. Men die sooner than women. I think Mm -hmm. it's like seven or eight years sooner than, than women. So, the, the man is usually concerned, too, that the woman will be taken care of. Right. Right. 
and then the woman, it, whether they're married or not, they, of course, everything falls on their shoulders then. Right. And so these are some of the obstacles and some of the uh, the the things that that create issues for women in retirement. And one of the first ones, and we all know this, is that women live longer. Right. Women live longer than men, usually. Yes. So what happens is women in the back of their mind, they're thinking, okay, my, and I, I have these conversations all the time. My mother is now 95 years right. old. And they're concerned because they think that maybe maybe their age will outlive their money and then they won't have any more money left. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a big concern with, I would say, a lot of women. Uh, you know, they look at their parents. Now, right. we don't know the time of our death. Right. Right. So we always say to people, plan for today, but also plan for tomorrow. Right. Some people have uh, parents that passed away early. That doesn't mean you're going to pass away early. Right. You know, there's all types of modern medicine, and people are actually living longer today than they did 10, 15 years ago. I remember when my, uh, you know, back in the, and I, again, I was, I was, not alive back in the 50s, right. but you had people that only lived, they, they had retirement, they had pension that they that they retired off of, right? Yes. You had the three-legged stool back in the 50s. Right. You had Social Security, mm-hmm. so that was enough uh, to pay for at least half of their income, most of the time, sometimes all of their income, Social Security benefits back in the 50s and 60s. Then they had pensions. Right. So years ago, people all had pensions. Companies would, would pay for those pensions when people would retire. And then they had their own personal savings. They didn't have to save a whole lot. Right. And you know why? Because the average person lived to only 65, maybe 70 years old back in the 50s. And now if you go when you're in your 60s, we all go, oh my gosh, that's so young. That's so young. Like, it just shocks me. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, like, oh no. Right. You die. You're right. Because people sometimes pass away in their 50s and 60s. And right. you realize how young it is. Exactly. Right. But more and more people. So the fastest growing population right now are the centenarians, people reaching age 100. So more and more people are living longer. Uh, Sometimes they're not as healthy, but they're living longer, right? right? So we have to prepare for that to make sure we don't outlive our money, but that's one of the big concerns with women is, and women in general are more, they're secure-oriented in general. Uh, We want security. We want to know that money's going to be there. We want to not have too much volatility in our investments, uh, we want to still make money, but a lot of women want that security, knowing that we'll have that money there for the rest of our lives. Do you feel that women, uh, if you're in that late Gen X or early boomer phase, are we uh, more likely to be in that position as a dual caretaker still? Oh, well, that's that's a concern. Okay. Right. Women in general know that they're usually the caretakers, mm-hmm. right? If it's between a brother and a sister, who's going to take care of mom? Right. It's, it's usually the a, Or a sister. daughter or a son right right? it's usually the daughter right uh, that takes care so women are usually called to be those caretakers for mom and dad right right or aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. or siblings yes they're called to take care of them uh as well as children right so women are usually called to take care of children and they're called to take care of the neck the the uh, generation the mom and dad and so forth so the so a lot of times they don't make as much because of that women 
uh, haven't put as much in their 401ks or their Roths or whatever, because a lot of times they're caregivers right. taking care of the people around them. So that's a, you know, that's another, I don't want to say obstacle of retirement, but it is. Another concern that another you really concern. have to plan for. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, because a lot of times they don't make as much and then they may not have saved as much right. um, in their investments and so forth. So. Uh, and then we have, right, so then we're going to outlive our spouse. Right. Again, uh, widows is, and that's why it's so important. Sometimes I even talk to men and they want their wife to work with someone that they trust. Yes. So a lot of times it'll be husband and wife that will sit down with us because, they again, they want their their, their, their wife to feel comfortable. Right. And, and to have that security person correct. after they're done. Yeah. Right. 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 So... And then they, a lot of times they leave the workforce again, they might start working in their early years of life and then they have children. Right. And then what happens? A lot Mm -hmm. of times who, who takes care of the kids if, if there's a sickness, right? Right. They have to come home from work or they don't work because they want to take care of the kids. So again, it's not having the same ability to earn that that same income and I most of the time. That was one of the stories that I remember coming out during this most recent, uh, our, our most recent uh, struggles during the pandemic is that a lot of women were leaving the workforce again because of this, because there were, okay, who's going to do the homeschooling and all those things. Yeah. We were women, right. It's, it's usually the woman that, right. that will do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and okay. So we talked about pensions. So very few people today have pensions, right? Right. So what do people do? They depend on Social Security and, again, their own personal savings. It's interesting to me, too, talking about retirement in general. It's so fascinating because baby boomers see retirement different than their parents did. Their parents saw retirement and they, they didn't have these big goals and dreams in retirement. Maybe they traveled, you know, their parents, right? But but they were pretty conservative in retirement. And today, the baby boomers are have all kinds of ideas as to what they're going to, how retirement's going to look for them. Well, let's, when we get back, discuss some of that. What do we think baby boomers are looking for during their retirement? We'll also be willing to take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Carla Zevnik-Sizer, our president from ClearStep Financial, here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon, always excited when my guests come in to give you some great information. All of the co-hosts on the show really do a great job of just grounding you in useful knowledge to kind of help you throughout the week. So our good friend Carla from ClearStep Financial is here. We also remind you to go to their website, ClearStepFinancial.com. You can also call them at 651 800 Five, five. It's a great place to start if you're going, I just have questions. I, I'm not sure if I have the right information to make the proper decisions. Calling ClearStep is a great way to start. Yeah, you know, sometimes I like to pick up the phone mm-hmm. and uh, just talk to someone. Right. <laughs> so, uh, But also, I just, you know, just wanted to reiterate, too, go to our website, yes. ClearStepFinancial.com. Uh, we offer free consultations, so if someone just wants to come in and just ask some questions or maybe talk on the phone or do a Ring Central, right. which is like a Zoom, or mm-hmm. meet in person at our office. So uh, all of those are are avenues that we can help people. Sometimes people just like to talk to 
interview right. too. Ask us some questions and find out where we stand see on certain good, things. Yeah, yeah. See, see if, if you're there's good a good fit. So, mm-hmm. but there's no fee for that. You know, we offer the free consultation to be able to talk and and uh, just ask some questions. But then we also our educational process. We teach and educate. That's our mission: is to teach and educate about money and finance. Mm-hmm. So we offer the retirement seminar. June 8th, Tuesday night, 6.30 Central Time, 6.30 to 8.30, and we'll talk about all type of retirement issues, uh, concepts that people need to uh, just think about when they plan for retirement, but maybe they're in retirement, and these are continual things to constantly think about, because retirement is a process. Right. At at your age of retirement, you don't all of a sudden snap a finger and you're retired. <laughs> right. And then you, you invest a certain way. There's still There's still lots of things that we need to be aware of as we go through retirement, and a person... Let's say a person retires at age 65. Yes. Do you know they may be, a person at 65, may be retired as long as they have worked in their working years? That makes complete sense now with the way things are going. Yes. So it's important to make sure to plan for that. And we need to continually make money on our money, right, because of inflation. So another financial concept that we talk about a lot is inflation Mm -hmm. the cost of things going up right every year i've heard so many people talk look at how food has gone up well gas prices are going up right now right that affects everything so now you go to the grocery store maybe you want to buy something organic and it's like 20 percent more than it was a few weeks ago or months ago i should say Mm -hmm. so the cost of things are going up look at lumber right right we all know how much lumber has gone up uh, a few hundred percent. It's just gone way up. Which is increasing the price of all of our new construction and our homes, so homes. our home prices are growing up. Yes. So it's important that if we keep our money too conservative, like in a savings account, now you have to keep some in a savings, right, in money market or so forth, uh, for uh, that those situations, emergency types, three to six months of income, we always right. recommend that. But there's excess money uh, that they can be invested somewhere, even conservatively, to make money in your money so you're not losing the value of that money in a savings account. So what happens right now with inflation, cost of things are going up. Yes. But the value of our dollar is going down. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So if we keep it if we keep our dollar in savings, we're gonna lose purchasing power on that money. Right. So um, inflation is pretty high. I think it's like four percent right now, but it's it's pretty high. So we we want to be smart about our money, uh, not in an, uh, not in a risky aggressive way, but just in a way that we should be making more money on our money, so that we keep up with inflation or we outperform in- inflation. We out. Right. inflation. So we're not saying that you need to go on all those Reddit groups and jump on whatever the new right. hotness is with <laughs> buying stocks or, or you know, you you talk me all the time about putting yeah. all my money in cryptocurrency, right. Carla. Yeah. You do that all the time. Yeah. You know that I'm like, oh, right. so you're like, don't gamify your yeah. investments. Right. Stop it. Right. So, right. but, uh, but, you know, but a point yeah. is I always say to people, if you want to take five or 10% of your retirement money and you want to invest in some stock Go ahead. Right. You know, some people like to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people don't. Right. And then, and then that's okay, too. So <laughs> you don't have to do that. But 
But there's nothing wrong with that. That that can be a good uh, avenue long term as well, well. Before we went to break, Carla, one of the things that you brought up was just expectations, um, and that um, our current generation, our baby boomers, have a much different expectation of their retirement than maybe their parents did. Right now, they see it a couple different ways. Number one, they see that baby boomers are living longer. People are living longer, right? So they're not, if they like what they're doing, they like their work. I talked to so many baby boomers that actually enjoy what they do. Right. They have some, flex, baby boomers like flexibility. Once they get in their 60s, they want to be flexible. They right. want to be able to take off. They want to be able to travel. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to spend time with family. Uh, they want to be able to ride their motorcycle. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And that's all part of the freedom of a baby boomer they right. they want the freedom they feel they've worked long enough and and they and all but you know i would say i always see baby boomers are hard workers committed yeah. uh you know to working and so forth but baby boomers we want that freedom right. to be able to do the things we want to do as we get in our 60s i have some boomer friends that actually kind of liked what happened during the pandemic because they're like well now i can just work anywhere so they're all leaving yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like i'll just do this from here or there or florida wait, florida <laughs> like the middle of nowhere montana or wherever they wanted to be and look at they're like i'm gone yeah it, so it gave it gave people a good out there yes. right where they can be flexible and do the things that they want to do yeah that's one of the characteristics i love it too yeah because uh we all want to be flexible but they're changing retirement and how it looks mm-hmm. uh, but there are a lot of baby boomers too what they'll do is they'll retire from their current job right which might be a more maybe stressful uh, to something maybe they can do part-time right? as a consultant. Or there's a lot of baby boomers that are in the workforce that are still maybe they're doing truck driving. Something they don't have to think about, but they can do part-time and right. just pick up some extra golf money. Exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or they might work at a golf course and pick up some... Because some of it is just the social aspects of it. So I have mm-hmm. a couple of those friends, too, that the job is... They had the stressful, I do all of the things, you know, and I'm in charge of all of the people job now they're like i just want to go talk to people and then go home just have fun <laughs> just something right. to do right just and just enjoy uh the process enjoy retirement also there was an article that came out i thought this was fascinating that uh and this is so true that baby boomers they the the they just want this what this did this pandemic it caused people just to leave their jobs right and just i'm retired right life is too short <laughs> exactly right so the pandemic caused some concern that, you know what, we could die any day. Yes. So why not? Let's retire now and enjoy life. Right. So there's a lot of, of that going on, too, <laughs> right. where they just wanted to be done with everything. Now, the part of the article, too, interestingly, was that baby boomers that are part timers. Yes. Right. They don't need health insurance. A lot of them. They just work part time. A mindless job mm-hmm. that if they leave the workforce, there will be a big hole right. there in some of these jobs that these baby boomers have done. Everything from cutting grass and golf courses to, to uh, you know, just, again, driving trucks. There's a right. lot of part-time baby boomers that do that kind of stuff. And if they leave, there's, again, there's going to be a lot of Right, because if I take there. that job, I'm like, I need uh, more security and benefits. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, a lot of things are changing here, but baby boomers want that freedom, <laughs> freedom, <laughs> new ideas and so forth. Right. So, but part of the concern with retirement is how much do you take out too? Right. So there's uh, all different strategies that we work with about what percent to take out based on where a person invests and, and then how long of a time frame. A lot of times we like to make sure 
though, that there's that guarantee income. Right. Uh, part of their investments are guarantee income for their lifetime because, again, people are living longer and this, the knowing that money will be there every single month is just a key piece to retirement. You know, there's a lot of commercials that you hear. Or you'll hear about the latest, like, I, 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 I get the emails because... <laughs> I get the emails for AARP because I did a commercial for them, so I'm on their mailing list now. And so there's all of these things that I hear all of the time. Not by age, not but by, by age, but by mailing list. So, I, but I'm curious because mm-hmm. my mom's in that age group, and so I know that there are a lot of investment and financial scams that people try and prey upon our boomers. So, are there certain buzzwords that we as boomer, as boomers, and as as children who uh, our parents are boomers that we should help arm them with and go? No, no, no. Talk to your financial advisor before you do anything involving X, Y, or Z. You know, that's a really good point because mm-hmm. there's certain people that are, uh, they, you know, it's on Facebook, right? Yes. They're advertising t- for b- baby boomers and it's on, you, you watch TV and so you have... You have the commercials that right. are, some of them are creating fear. Yes. Fear of the markets, fear of this and that, right? So then they want to promote their product. So Correct. I always say, what do they want to promote? Right. And work with someone like ourselves that have all their licenses. Right. So the licenses that I have, which are all licenses to be a financial advisor, will will help me with the client potential client or client to be able to make better decisions right that'll fit their needs if someone's marketing on tv and they're sharing fears or they're sharing information they might only have one license right right so they're going to promote their product that way and and you know part of it may not be totally true either but they want you to be able to go into their product so they might so they're steering they're steering their and preying upon your emotions, Pray, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 When Propaganda, instead, mm-hmm. however you want to look at it, right? When if you get a qualified financial advisor that's a fiduciary, it's like you want to find fiduciary. somebody who's mm-hmm. got your best interest mm-hmm. and that it's their job to have your best interest in right. heart, right. at heart. Right. Mm-hmm. We have certain licenses that are fiduciary licenses. Right. And we've had those for a long time. Uh, and what a fiduciary is, right, is that you're always doing the right thing for the client mm-hmm. based on their risk tolerance and their needs, and that's what we do. Those are the licenses that we carry, but there's a lot of people marketing financial products that don't have those. Right. Or they might only have one license and they don't have all the other ones. So it's really important to work with someone that can look at the total picture and and not be in a pigeonhole where they just market this product over right. there. Well, if you are, let's say that you're in, you know, the the hurry up category of our baby boomers where they're like, okay, retirement is right around the corner. I need to start working less and doing all these things. And you hadn't had that opportunity to really get a firm grasp on your retirement. Where do you tell those people to start? So, well, first I would recommend to sit down with us. Yes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right. Sit down with us and just gather some information and see if we can make any recommendations. You know, it's interesting. There's a number of people that have saved all their life. Maybe right. they've worked for one or two companies or maybe they have this old 401k sitting over there and now they have a new company and they, they've done a really good job saving and now they don't know what to do right. with it from there. So retirement, I always say it's like, 
you're at the top of a building, right? Uh, I always say the Empire State Building. I remember when I was a little girl going up to the top with my grandma, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I remember that to our Sears Tower in uh, Chicago. I was yes. there uh, as well. You're at the top of the building. Now, I never like to jump, but if, <laughs> if you are to jump, that's what re- retirement feels. Right. Uh, people are afraid of it. And they don't know if they have a parachute. Mm-hmm. So they don't know if they're going to land or if they're going to fly. Right. And so we really help people. We want them to fly, feel secure, feel good about taking that step there toward retirement. Right. And some, it is a process. It doesn't happen just at, all at once, although some people have been downsized this past year. Mm-hmm. And so retirement isn't all of a sudden type of thing. Or there's packages. Right. People are getting these uh, severance packages uh, that they are being offered. Mm-hmm. So that, and there's a lot of reasons for that, but those are the types of conversations we love to have with people to just to help prepare for that, that time. Well, as we go into break, Carla, and we come back for our final segment, what are you going to wrap up with today? So we have a few other ideas uh, about retirement and some of those obstacles that people have to think about. You can also be part of the Health and Wealth Show. We're at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Carla from uh, from Clear Step Financial here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Carla, the president of Clear Step Financial. So you're getting the best information. <laughs> we always, I always like to remind people that they hear you on the show, but they also can actually talk to you and your team. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. So again... Go to clearstepfinancial.com and just let them know you're from my talk and we will sit down and just have an initial consultation with right. you to see how we can help. You know, sometimes it's just a little bit here and there. For instance, well, here's a, our phone number too. I like to pick up the phone and call. Right. Uh, 651-600-0855. But Monday is a deadline. Tax deadline is yes. Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And People still can invest uh, in their Roth if they if they qualify from an income standpoint. Right. Right. And you're working. You got to be working, have earned income. But um, in, in this is even for kids. I love to see kids get started. Let's say they're 16, 17. They're working. Right. Get that money in a Roth IRA for 2020. Uh, you still can do it by Monday. You got to okay. get it in by Monday, though. Uh, that's our deadline here for last year. And right. Then, but if you miss that deadline, then you got 2021. Part of what we recommend, and this is Cassandra and I uh, recommend that, and is to, if you qualify for income Mm -hmm. and you're working, make sure you maximize the Roth IRA investment. Okay. That's so critical. Is that a percentage or a dollar amount? That's a dollar. That's a good point. So under 50 is 6,000. Over 50 and older is 7,000. You can put catch up. So it's a 7,000 contribution. Even if you're married, maybe you're not working, but you're married and your spouse is working, you can still contribute. You each can contribute. Okay. As long as there's equal amount of income. So if you contribute 14000 and you're making 14000 you can put 7000 each. And or again, if you're under fifty. And again, 6, the Roth is the one where the, you paid the taxes already. So right. you don't have to worry about later when you take the money back out being penalized and taking the taxes again. Right. Okay. Roth, Roth IRAs are... Uh, critical because they give you tax diversification mm-hmm. in your retirement. So, and I've seen people really contribute to those Roths. It's just wonderful because you know that when they pull money out down the road, 
They never have to pay income taxes on that money. It's a great way to maneuver through retirement. Right. So if you want to stay under a certain income in retirement because you don't want to pay extra for your Medicare Mm -hmm. um, expenses or you want to stay under a certain tax bracket to have the Roth take a distribution from it maybe for maybe for i i like to use roths for incidentals in retirement okay. for if you need a car mm-hmm. you want to go on travel uh you want those incidentals that come up every now and then right. roth iras are great for that because you don't have to pay taxes and you can just pull money out without any taxes but like you said miss shannon it's after tax money going in okay so you've already paid your taxes on this this money right maybe it's sitting in your savings account from work right and now you can invest it in a Roth right and even I, if you have a Roth at your 401k at work oh okay so this can, is separate this is separate gotcha. totally separate gotcha. from 401ks right there are so many options out there and I know we've talked about um, all the different buckets that you should have. So it's good to have somebody help me keep track of the buckets and go, no, you're you're appropriately putting that in that one. And it, I think Miss Shannon could do this. this no, nope, uh, no, nope. this uh, wealth, health and wealth, <laughs> I just the wealth part. She, nope. He's been listening to, <laughs> right. uh, and she's very knowledgeable. I've been listening <laughs> to you use guys the word bucket is bucket. a good. Well, I think that it's, it's also and, and this is the thing that I, I will say. It's finding someone who communicates to you in a way that makes sense, but then following the advice. Right. And I, yeah. you know, I use you and Cassandra as an example all the time because Cassandra had said, well, you should open this online savings account. And I finally was going to get around to do it. But before I opened it, I was like, oh, let me spend all this time Googling other online savings accounts. And so I caught myself going down this rabbit hole. I'm like, or just take the advice from the person that you trust and just do it. Why am I spending all this extra mental bandwidth? on something where I have somebody that's giving me quality advice. Right, right. It's just silly. And yeah. it's it's a, uh, it, these are products that we've used. Right. Right. So you don't have to, you know, if you trust the person, I always say if I trust the person that's giving me the information, then there's a certain value to that. Exactly. If I'm going to go and look at a bunch of online reviews, that seems more sketchy than just taking the advice of the person that I clearly already trust. Right. So I think that there's lots of ways to get that done is that you spend your time researching the advisors in your life so that you can trust those advisors. Right. If so you can have uh, a, a real estate professional, a financial advisor, a mechanic, a, you know, an electrician. You spend your time finding the people that you can trust and then let them do what they do. Right, right. It's interesting, too, because things are changing in the investment world. Mm-hmm. So you can either spend 30 years, like we have, right? Cassandra and I have been doing this for just about 30 years. Right. You can spend that time and learn, or you can... You can fast track it and use a f- professional advisor like <laughs> right. ourselves to help you to make those financial decisions based on the knowledge and the background and the experience because it really does. There's a lot of things changing. And I say, see, even in the investment world, different sectors mm-hmm. of there's so many sectors of our economy, right? There's you got uh, industry and manufacturing and, uh, you know, uh, the car industry right. and you have gold and you have uh there's a there's a lot of precious metals right all these sectors of the of the economy right so how do you know what sectors to invest in at this time because that changes right so the strategies that we work with uh pick out those sectors so it's a very efficient way of investing so it's something you don't have to just decide that right um but they'll pick them up based on 
what's going on in the economy and, right. and what sectors are really doing well. Wouldn't that be neat yes. to have a strategy that picks up the sectors right? so that you don't have to decide, well, now is it a good time to invest over here? <laughs> exactly. Right? That's a lot of people do. They they listen to a news broadcast or they hear something and so now they think that that's a good so they should move investment all their money, strategy. Right? Right? Right. Should I go to cash? Yeah. So those are all questions that we have, but that's why we use the programs that we have and the strategies that we have. Let's right. be efficient. Let's help people feel secure. Let's make some money, but also preserve the asset. Right. Those are some of the keys to having money throughout your whole life and paying for things, even though we have inflation and cost of things going up. Right. Right. So some of the keys there. Um, so Roth IRA deadline again Monday. Mm-hmm. And another factor that uh, that that is kind of a wrench I don't want to say in retirement, but as people get in their 60s and then they get in their 70s, remember age 72 is required minimum distribution. Right. Or some people are receiving beneficiary IRAs from their parents. So let's say their parents pass away and then they receive those beneficiary IRAs, right? Mm -hmm. So they have to start... They have about a 10-year window of time that they got to take all that money out and pay taxes. Again, these are all strategies to be able to achieve retirement. But right. it's important. You want to stay under a certain tax bracket, so you want to make sure that you're sitting down with someone to strategize. Right. And to take the, you know, take those incomes in the in the right type of way. And we would love for you to be in the position that you're going. Okay, here's my required minimum distribution. I can re, I can donate it to my favorite charity or support somebody else. So sure. we're trying to get you to that status yeah. where you're like, oh no, I have flexibility and options. Right, mm-hmm. right. Those are all those are key points. Right. Some people do like to uh, donate a certain portion mm-hmm. of that. Um, so, so the tax, we, you know, you had talked about the tax buckets. Right, but. You know, there's three different types of tax buckets, too. You know, you've got the money that you want. You pay taxes on every year that you get 1099s on that. That more and more people, I see them building that up. Okay. Uh, that you had mentioned one time that some people build it up for uh, paying for businesses or mm-hmm. job, whatever opportunities that come. So I see more and more of that. Then you got the tax deferred bucket, right? Well, like your 401ks, your IRAs, you pay taxes later. Right. After 59 and a half. And then you got the Roth. Again, yes. remember the deadline is Monday for that Roth IRA contribution for last year, although you can do 2021 this year as long as you qualify for right. that. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to start wrapping up. So we want to remind everybody again about the webinar that you have coming up. Right. Yep, we're excited about it. Retirement strategies. So mm-hmm. helping people to feel secure, comfortable giving you ideas on what you need to be aware of for retirement, how to have the most successful retirement, how to feel good and secure, whether you're preparing for retirement, maybe you're years away, or you're in retirement, and there's still lots of things that you can prepare and plan for when you're in retirement. So 6.30 to 7.30, we're going to have that June 8th. Mm -hmm. And just go on our website, clearstepfinancial.com, and just let us know that you're from my talk and that you'd like to register for the retirement strategy webinar, and then we'll send you an email on that inviting you right and again it's free so make sure you check it out again again it's clearstepfinancial.com we appreciate hanging out with you carly we'll see you in a couple of weeks great thanks